You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. We like that. You like that. I just said that we liked it. You like that. You like that. I'll you one, two, three. You like that. Boy, old Kirky boy making the media rounds here the last 48 hours. I don't know if he's promoting. I, I did get a, like a PR email that he's promoting something for Tostitos leading up to the Super Bowl. He's like trading in his helmet for a Tostitos bag. Another thing that Kirk will promote that Kirk Cousins would never get, get near because God bless him. He keeps himself in great shape. My favorite was KFC. You don't think he's eating uh, a bucket of, bucket of KFC? You don't think he's just pounding a bag of Tostitos <laughs> and queso? And believe me, two things I like. So I'm not saying well, that. Both no, I would per- you know, I mean, if they no, want to come sure. to us, we are real we are real life endorsements for them. But I just love the thought of of you know Kirk telling Julie and the kids, let's jump in the car, go to, go pizza eat ranch. to KFC, pizza ranch and KFC. I'm just going to pack on the pounds. So, well, he's. Uh, I think there's some some wise strategy behind what he's doing here, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll get to it, and then we'll we'll turn it over to you guys for a feedback Friday here, live every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Uh, Purple Daily is Daily Vikings Entertainment. Yes, even in the offseason. In fact, these are some of the most fun shows, I feel like, leading up to the league year in March and the draft. Uh, We are just your home for Daily Vikings news and oftentimes reckless speculation. So if if you're not comfortable with the reckless speculation lifestyle, this might not be the the season for you. Reckless speculation. It's okay. Or the time of year, for sure. Or the time of year. Uh, but before we get to all of this stuff, Judd, tell the audience about our friends at Quick Trip. Yeah, so you know what? I mean, Qu- Quick Trip is the place to stop for, uh, heck, a snack, breakfast, lunch, di- dinner. I've talked about all of those options, but I want to talk about something else that's important, and that is what is in your car. That is the gasoline in your car as it gets frigid outside. I mean, this entire week, after we uh, dodged the cold, this entire week has been absolutely bone-chilling. And the last thing that you want is gasoline in your car that you don't trust. You do not want to be stuck for even a second. And that's why Quick Trip has their um, backs every drop of gasoline with their quality gasoline guarantee. Get to your destination without having to worry about what's in your tank. It's just another way that Quick Trip provides great customer service. This is not just your ordinary, you know, you stop in, uh, 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 uh. Quick Trip. They got everything, including gasoline, that you can count on because they want to make sure that you get to your destination safe and sound. Yes. So, okay, Kirk was doing a Skype interview with a CBS Sports reporter. Uh, It's a CISA. Man, I should have gotten the name of this. It's from CBS, and her Twitter handle is CISA, B-E-L-G. So it's, it's all over the place. I retweeted. If you want to hear the full clip, you can check it out. But here's the the main part. So she asked him about Bill Belichick and, you know, hey, I'm not asking you to go like super deep. Just I know you got a lot of things going on. She kind of couched the question. But what do you think of Bill Belichick in general? And he's like, oh, he's, you know, he disguises looks. He's a legend, all this stuff. And then she goes, would you ever want to play for Bill Belichick? 
I think people are starting to put the the puzzle pieces together here. He's a free agent. Bill Belichick looks like he's going to become coach of the Falcons. Falcons need a quarterback. They've got weapons. Belichick probably doesn't want to develop a quarterback. It all makes sense. We've been talking about this for probably three months now. And Kirk goes, I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to play for a future Hall of Fame coach. But we'll have to see where March leads. There's just a lot of unknowns right now. Mm-hmm. What do you make of this? Oh, 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 juicy, juicy, juicy. Um, I think you're right. I think one, you know, Kirk, uh, when it comes to putting himself in position to cash in and to and to make it known how he feels, has done a very nice job, which, which is why going back to 2018, he got the first fully guaranteed contract in the history of the league and his agent Mike McCartney is no dumb dummy either and so what I think that this is is I think this is very much the start of his tour to keep himself in the public eye and more importantly in the eyes of the teams that might bid on Kirk and to be very very clear I think it's brilliant so I'm not going to be like well this is typical cousins he doesn't want to come back you know what it's pro sports like what's he going to say when he's standing in TCO right and and reporters are asking him about possibly returning to the Vikings. Yeah. And I, lo- I do believe that he loves the Vikings and yeah. loves KOC and Justin and all those things, 100%. And unless you hate the team, you're going to say, yeah, you know what? I love it here. It's great here. And he, and he can mean that. But he also knows that the Vikings had a chance. And it feels like this is something that's forgotten. The Vikings had a chance on Kirk's terms to lock Kirk up last March. So this would be a non-discussion. He'd be on- locked up to... Kirk's terms is the key yep, on phrase. Kirk's terms. Well, and that's what Quazy keeps saying too, without saying it. Quazy keeps saying, Yeah, we'd love to have him back, but it's got to work for both sides. So yeah. everybody is looking out, which they should be. It's a business. This is not a this is not a charity case. Um, but I think this is a very smart strategy by Kirk. A guy coming off at the, you know, going on the age of 36 next summer, coming off a serious injury. I think that this is a very smart strategy to keep himself in the public view of teams to say, oh, yeah, Kirk Cousins, still an option. I think from Kirk's side, zero zero criticism, zero fault. I actually credit Kirk. What does Brady have, like five rings? Tom Brady's at five, six Super Seven. Bowl rings. Seven? Oh, my God, I was way underselling him. Seven Super Bowl rings. In Tampa Bay, yeah. Kirk Cousins is obviously, you know, he's got a whole handful of negotiation tactics, man. He is, he has the rings of negotiations on every single finger. He's really, really good at what he does there. And no one's ever really questioned that either. He got the first fully guaranteed contract. He's been able to still wiggle around a little bit and get full, you know, a lot of money up front and whatnot, and even other extensions. So yeah, not surprising that he has an opportunity when he's asked to say, would you play for, you know, the greatest football coach essentially of all time? And, you know, I would say 99% of, if not all, quarterbacks would say, yeah, if, if, if an opportunity arose, I would love to play for Bill Belichick. But with his status being a free agent, with the Vikings having clearly an impasse with him at negotiations as this stands right now, very calculated and very well well said, I think, by, by Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean, I think what's what's happening here is actually really obvious and easy to read, right? Going, going back to the breakdown of negotiations last year. I, and now the only thing that's hard to fully tell is how badly do the Vikings actually want him back? Mm-hmm. It's possible internally that they have decided, you know what, we're going to move on, but we also don't want this to get messy. And so we don't, we don't want to like, I mean, he's been a good soldier for six years. I think they like him enough to want him back, but 
what's happening is the Vikings have made any number of offers going back to like last March, right? And those offers are probably short-term in nature and in guarantees. They're probably like year-to-year type offers. So the Vikings, Kwesi keeps talking about flexibility and wanting, you know, cap maneuverability so that they can just sort of year-to-year evaluate, do we want to move off a 34-year-old quarterback, a 35-year-old quarterback? Kirk Cousins wants something more. He wants multiple years of guarantees. Let me put it this way. If Kirk and the Vikings were super close on the same page, yet we both want the exact same thing and we just really just need the the contract to print and then we'll put signatures on it. Is he answering this question in this way? I mean, he's like, like somebody literally said, hey, I know that you're like, you've been married. It's a little, we don't know exactly what the situation is, but we've heard that your marriage might be on the rocks. Hey, would you want to maybe date this other woman over here? If your marriage was going exactly the way that you wanted it to, and there's just like a misperception, you would, you would say, hey, I have great respect for Bill Belichick, but I am a Minnesota Viking, and I am excited to get something done with the Minnesota Vikings. He very strategically left the door open with this answer by saying, I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to play for a future Hall of Fame coach. There's a lot of unknowns right now. Let's see where March leads. Those are not the comments of someone who's thrilled with the offers he's getting from Quasi and the Vikings front office. I guess I'm curious, does, is anyone genuinely surprised by this as well? Like, this is exactly how we assumed it was playing out. From the time that, you know, that Kirk didn't, in March of 2023, didn't get a contract, to the fact that then in the spring camps, when Kirk was asked, you know, is there a chance that you could agree to something before the season? And Kirk said, that's going to have to wait now. Like Kirk is a negotiator and his people are too. And his people do a fantastic job, but like, this is exactly what I would have expected. And I think that the next key dates are February 29th through March 3rd. Those are the dates of the scouting combine. That is where you sit down with agents of guys like Kirk and really start to, see if you can get on the same page potentially. But keep in mind, that's where the outside noise starts too, because believe it or not, folks, tampering starts before legal tampering. And yeah. so that's where like the Falcons and teams like that are going to approach uh, McCartney and say, okay, what do you, what's it going to take? Like yeah. we need the parameters. And so like this, this is going to take time to play out. It's not surprising, but like everything that both sides are doing, I personally think, it's very smart. This is how I want it. Yeah, it's it's super interesting. And and we'll get there's a couple of feedback comments, maybe even more just ab- about this subject. So we're, we're going to park this for now and then get back to it in the feedback. But one more nugget here from the Kirk Media Tour. So I'm just going to read you a snippet of an article from Care 11, the local news outlet. And they're getting this from the Antigua and Barbuda Broadcasting Services platform, the ABS. Famous, okay. very, very famous. Who is the Walter Cronkite of the ABS? Do we, the, do we know? The Antigua. The Antio- Who's the Dan Rather of the ABS? It's very difficult. It's very, very difficult. Very competitive. Much like New York. It is. So Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins is reportedly doing well after receiving stem cell treatment in the, in the Caribbean this month. Cousins landed in Antigua on January 6th after tearing his Achilles back in October. He had surgery in the Twin Cities that November. Uh... Sister Islands are located a thousand miles east of Jamaica, yada, yada, yada. Quote from Cousins, I don't know what's coming contractually and playing wise, but I know my Achilles needs to be as healthy and strong as possible as soon as possible 
I'm here in Antigua as a way to not necessarily speed up the healing process, but just to make sure when I do come back that my Achilles is as strong as it possibly can be, and I have a lot more football, American football left in me. I love how he <laughs> specifies for American football. I would be I'm going to be switched to soccer. ABS reports it was Cousins' second time in Antigua. Uh, and then the uh, medical director and CEO of a stem cell institute in Chicago talked to Care 11 to advance the story and said, sure. I've known Kirk for a while. The stem cells have potential to enhance healing. They also have some benefits in enhancing overall health and recovery, which is why a lot of football players use them. So he's he's going through stem stem cell therapy, which is very expensive. It's I don't think... In, in in your insurance network, but he can afford no. it with the quarter of a billion dollars he's made playing football. <laughs> and this is the, the this is the type of thing that if you are playing in a multi year contract, first of all, you clearly clear it with your team, right? And it probably leaks out. Like you don't like go, hey, I am going to another country for. But if you but if you are a pending free agent who's in his mid thirties, you make sure everybody knows because again, what you're doing and it's smart yeah. is you are making it very very clear that I am on the road to recovery. I'm doing everything I possibly can. Yes. I mean, yes, Kirk is Kirk is among the most calculated, I think, athletes that I've seen. He's the cor- he's a corp he's a corporate quarterback. It's really good. He is. I mean, he, the dude has literally made a quarter of a billion dollars playing football. He's one of the richest American football players in the history of the sport and he has delivered one playoff win to the two teams he's played for. And what he's doing here in these, and it's, again, like you said, it's it's what he should be doing. You're looking to get another bag before you retire. And you're looking to get another bag as a 36-year-old coming yes. off Achilles tendon surgery. Yep. So let's get let's get it out there. Let's make sure we talk to the Antigua Broadcasting Service. Let's make sure that this news gets out that, hey, I am on the road. These are the measures I am taking. Look how healthy I am going to be. And then let's make sure when we talk to CBS and these other outlets that, I don't have a deal in place with the Vikings. I am open for business. And so even if I go back to the Vikings, I would love for a couple other parties to come in here, get involved, and raise my salary up. Yeah. So wh- whatever you think of that, that's what's happening with Kirk Cousins right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy Dorhofer chimes in here for the first feedback question or comment, I guess. He says, by the way, you can always hit us up in the uh, feedback that's the best way to email us is the feedback tab in the score North app. And we, we stockpile all sorts of comments and questions throughout the week. We get to as many as we can on Friday. So Randy says, quit wasting time trying to convince yourself that cousins is leaving the Vikings. He's coming back. Skull cousins. Get over it. Wacky Mackie. Wacky Mackie. <laughs> wacky Mackie. Well, hey. Oh my God. That's your morning show name. Yeah. Hey, welcome hey. back. Mackie. Welcome back to AM 1500. It's the wacky. Mackie hour where we just dump on Kirk Cousins. Oh, all right. Thanks a lot. No, no that's great. That's great. And, and you know what? He might come back. Well, what? Okay, but what do you have to say? Because I, I do think Randy Dorhofer, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, Randy, Randall, he represents some chunk of Vikings fans that think all of this fodder, whether it's us or other people, that it's just clickbait. It's just a bunch of, you're just trying to get clicks he's coming back you guys are just fanning the flames of of speculation what what would you say to that section of the vikings fans i'd say kirk cousins is openly talking about um how he would feel about the opportunity to play for bill belichick as a free agent yes and and look 
he's not signed. We've talked about now. I could I can see the frustration a little bit, although we are your home for reckless speculation. I could see the frustration a little bit previously when he's been under contract, and we've had long discussions about you know trading him in San Francisco. I can see that, but this, like he has made it very clear, and the Vikings have made it very clear. Saying I want somebody back doesn't mean a damn thing when you then say and Quasi put it perfectly but it's got to be on you know it's got to be agreeable on both of our terms mm-hmm. which is what happened last march so who's to say that now it's suddenly going to be now i'm sure the vikings think well i mean he might take a discount because of the achilles but that's not cousins's default position so i think that what i would say is this if you want to be upset at somebody here don't be upset at declan phil and judd be upset at Kirk for openly talking about cheating on the Vikings. Like if you're a big Vikings fan, Correct. And, and, yes. And and if you're a Kirk fan, he's entertaining the idea cool. of cheating on you, Vikings fan. Yes. Yes. I mean, Dad, Dad is literally saying, I'm leaving the house right now and I might find another woman. In fact, there's another woman that's about to move in next door. I've heard, yeah. according to Ian Rappaport. Yep. And she is gorgeous. Look yep. at her resume. Uh, yep. J- Judd, uh, do you have any interest in uh, this new woman that that moved in next door? I am committed to Don. I love my yep. marriage with or Don. Or I could say, or I could say, yeah, you know what? I mean, there are options out there. I'd have to check them out. I'd have to vet the system. A lot of things up in the air. Right A now. lot of things going on. See but what yeah, happens but, in March. And and the other thing I don't get is if you're a Kirk fan, which no problem there. Um, he's going to play, so just adopt the team he plays for. Yeah, would, you know, you leave, would you leave the Vikings to become a Falcons fan? That's if I'm if I'm some of the Kirk stands that we've seen, yes, they will. And I'm fine <laughs> with that. You don't know. No one's telling you. Fans are fans get weird because, for instance, I tweeted after the hit on Higby by by the Lions safety. Right. I tweeted, you know, someone's going to come after Alliance players' knees. Like, like this is happening too much, and that's the retribution, right? And I got back, you're a whiny Vikings fan. You're, and I'm like, no. I, I said, you know what? I'm rooting for the Lions as far as your fan base goes. It's a great story. I'm just saying I fear that one of your players is going to take a hit in the knees, and it all of a sudden became this referendum on, well, you're a big Vikings fan, so you hate. No, no, I am live and let live guy. That's that's kind of yeah, you know, I actually I actually hope the Lions make a run for one sure. because you know what, the Vikings the the last time the Lions won a championship of any kind was the NFL championship in 1957. The Vikings didn't exist for three more years, and they the Lions have been mostly garbage since the Vikings existed. I almost want one of these teams. If the Packers or the Lions were to win the Super Bowl, I know it would be crushing to a lot of Vikings fans. But it should send the requisite message to the Vikings organization, ownership, and front office that, hey, stop. I almost said a bad word. Ooh. And we try to keep this family friendly. Wow. Stop futzing around. Ooh. Oh, boy. Stop oh my gosh. You futzing bomb. around. Okay, sorry, Declan. You go ahead. Jump you, in. Well, well, two things. You Number one, on, on the Packers Lions front, because like I am conflicted on that, even as as a fandom person. Like if that is there, if there is a Packers Lions NFC title game, I can't decide if I want to root for the Lions who have never been there, or I just want a field implosion, a la 
uh, Batman Dark Knight Rises where the field just implodes and Bane blows up the football field. You just want I don't, dead people. I don't know. And, and funny, funny part about that movie is Heinz Ward actually is the actor that returns. The most unbelievable part of that is not a football field blowing up and killing a bunch of people. It's Heinz Ward taking a kick return back in yeah. 2012. Just want to point that out. Um, but also on, on the clickbait front, okay? Kirk has negotiation and tactics. Score North has negotiations and tactics. Okay, we got quotas we got to meet. We also have other no, we, things that we what? like to throw. What quotas are you trying to meet on social media by being a clickbait artist? Post. We have engagement rates. We have followers. There's a lot of benchmarks on social media that I like to make. Okay, so that, that there there's a little bit of give and but take we don't, here, dude. But we don't put up like this. The perception sometimes is that, oh, just like putting stuff up. No, no. Everything that's said on this show is is. What I think, what Judd thinks, what Declan thinks, nothing that's said on this show that gets out on social media is like a manufactured Skip Bayless versus like Shannon Sharp situation. There's no meeting before the show. No, no, no. no. 100%. No, no, no. I'm I'm sleeping. Being a little tongue-in-cheeky. Didn't mean to strike a nerve. I'm just saying that when we post stuff about that that gets a little misguided by a bunch of Vikings fans, there's still – there's a bunch of things on there that we also post that are positive about the Vikings and positive about situations that also are reflective of our show too. That's but you know what's positive? Not paying a non-elite quarterback forty million dollars a year anymore. That's positive. Well, what, and if yeah. the Packers, if the Packers and Lions win this weekend and they play each other for a trip to the Super Bowl, the number one takeaway shouldn't be like pouting. Oh my God, these two teams. It should be wow. The Lions moved off a franchise quarterback, Matthew Stafford. Were bad for one year and then got to over a two-year period after that, accelerated into being a team that could win the Super Bowl. The Packers moved off Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and they got better overnight the next year. And now they got off to a slow start, but now they're sitting here. Jordan Love has as many playoff wins in his first try as Kirk Cousins. So, like, that should, to me, that's the main, like, wow, these two teams weren't scared. They weren't nervous. They just made the move that had to be made. We aren't going to, we can't afford to pay quarterbacks this much money anymore. Let's build a roster. And overnight, those teams got better. So, and if and, if, the, if the Lions win a Super Bowl, because we know we have obviously before before we die. I mean, we we might have to incorporate the, if the Lions can do it, the Vikings can do it. For God's sakes, right? I mean, at that at that point, if the Lions are able to do it, the Vikings are should should be able to do it as well. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines. And whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom. And it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. The thing that I, I like about this Kirk thing is, though, it's going to be a real negotiation, it appears. And that's all I want. Don't bend over backwards, you know? Make it a real negotiation. And and if it doesn't work, it's been a nice run. Didn't really work out great, but it's been a nice run. I but, worry that the Wilfs are going to come in and say that the front office is going to say, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he wants two years guaranteed and it just doesn't make sense for us at that price. And the Wilfs are going to say, it's a legit do it. Point. Do it. It's a legit point. <sighs> okay. Audra Beck says, I loved Thursday's scoop session of reckless speculation on Cousins possibly signing with the Falcons. Um, I'm hoping this speculation comes to fruition in the coming months. Love Cousins as a person, but ready to move on from the expensive contract. Enjoy listening to you guys from Rockford, Illinois. Win one before I die. Thank you, Audra, for chiming in. Um, let's see here. Uh, Dustin Burlingame, I believe it's pronounced. 
longtime listener, born a Vikings fan. You guys are the attitude era of sports media, down and dirty, getting into the topics that nobody else will even whisper about. I do have some. Thank you. Break it down. I mean, any attitude era reference on Purple Daily to us is that is as shining as compliment as you can get, in my opinion. Yes. It says, I have uh, some speculations. Some may say it's reckless. What would it take for the Vikings to trade into the number one spot? Kwesi has traded in division with every other team. Why not the Bears? What would it realistically take? Jefferson and Picks? Somebody else asks us, too. Mm. Mm. Would the Bears ever, like, it was kind of a, what would you say if the Bears offered the first and what was the, what's their other pick, the ninth, the first and the ninth for Jefferson and something else? I mean, they'd have to decide that they are keeping Justin Fields for any of these trade possibilities, right? Uh, and by, by the way, I don't know if we've discussed that one or not, but my immediate answer for picks one and nine and, like, Jefferson and your first-round pick is absolutely yes. Done deal. Let's hang oh, up yeah. the phone. Mitchell Smith asked that exact let's question. Fax, yeah, let's fax that one into the National Football League central office. The Bears would never do that because they could just nope. they could just take Marvin Harrison Jr. and keep their ninth overall pick, right? Correct. Yes. So, yeah, there's really no way that would happen. Um, Donovan Sulik says, "Love the show. Listen to Purple Daily every day." I was wondering if Harrison Smith flat out retired, would the Vikings have to pay him any money? So. All of like it's a two part answer. They've paid him his bonuses. They he has no guaranteed money left on his contract going forward. Mm-hmm. They've given him like restructure and signing bonuses. So in terms of him getting more money, no, he would not make any more money. In terms of the cap space that the Vikings would save or have to account for, yes. so they would they would have to eat some of the dead cap from his bonuses that get prorated but they would save $11.3 million in cap space if he retired this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes, it makes perfect sense. And he's had a great career, and um, I would not be surprised if he does walk away. Yes. Uh, Ryan Keel says, I was reading about free agent destinations this offseason, and in this article about Daniil Hunter, he was projected to sign with the Lions for five years, $140 million. My question is... <laughs> Would you try to match this? Let's say it's like three years guaranteed or something. Would you try to match this? Is it realistic? And can you give a shout out to my friend Jerry that recently hopped on the Purple Daily train? Thanks. Love the show. Jerry. 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 Welcome aboard. 5140? Three years guaranteed, let's say. How much guaranteed from that? Does he speculate or does he know? Does he? Have he doesn't. It? I'll say twenty. I'll say seventy million guaranteed. Oh God, sixty seventy million guaranteed. So like almost three years guaranteed. Thirty two. Um, I would have. I would consider it. I would have to look at it a little bit more. But I mean, that's a that's a big check to write. But I am pro keeping Hunter uh, because if you don't. Your defense, like you're not going to have unless you go out and get one. You are going to have no no one who's that good to rush the QB. Uh, but but I'm not. I if the Lions, let's say at the end of the day, let's say the Lions offer him a pass rusher contract like that's within the top five, I would probably be out. Top ten, I would probably be in. Like if it's six to ten, I'd probably be in on that. One to five, I'm probably out at this point in time. You? 
Uh, Dex? I, it, the fact he screwed up that first big extension, I think, is so weird because I don't know how he wants to go about this one. Like, does he feel regret because he signed a pretty low-ball contract, so now he wants to try to get probably his last, obviously, substantially big extension? Um, and does he want to give the Vikings the benefit of the doubt in that fact? Because he's been here all of his career. He knows this defense. He's not going to be leaving. Or does he want to secure, yeah, like a five-year, six-year contract with, yeah, 70 million guaranteed mm-hmm. from the Jacksonville Jaguars or someone else? I could see that happening too. I would I would try like hell to keep him. I would try like hell to keep him if I'm the Vikings though. You know, but Aram, uh, I'd like him back too, but Aram brings up a good point here in this next comment. On Daniel Hunter, the sky isn't falling if they don't re-sign him. It's poor asset management for sure. Yeah, because they would have right. not traded him for like a first-round pick and then also whiffed on the playoffs and then let him walk in free agency. But if they let him walk, the cap savings allows them to sign a defensive lineman who's even younger, like a Matabuike or Christian Wilkins. So maybe they're better off long-term. Yeah, I mean, there are other options out there. It's I would still just be, it is a sunk cost. Like the, the idea that you didn't get anything at the trade deadline, that is a sunk cost, so to speak. Like it's over, but it is bad asset management. So, but there are some, there's some guys out, there's a couple edge rushers out there too that aren't as good as Daniel Hunter and they're more like pass rush specialists. But if you let him go, you'd have a little bit more to play with in free agency. So, yeah. I don't think I, you know what, if you went to Detroit at this point in time with where things stand, it doesn't, it wouldn't bug me as much. Like if the Vikings were super competitive right now, it'd be like, well, that's a division foe, right? At this point in time, I think that bothers me less because Detroit is on top and you are definitely trying to hit what I would call at least a reset. So that part wouldn't bug me. Um, But I think there's something to be said to to what Dex is uh, talking about too. Is he trying to break the bank now to make up for that terrible second contract, or does he genuinely want to stay here? And again, it comes back to this: a negotiation. I think he wants the bag. I think to well, I mean, I think whether he, yeah, obviously he didn't, he didn't get his in that first contract. I think even without that, he, you're, you're looking for your last big payday. So yeah. if there, if there's a, if there's a sizable gap between a guarantee or what some other team would offer. He's going to go to a different team. If he wants to win a Super Bowl, he probably should. Boy, yeah, there's a lot of Vikings fans that feel like that's an overreaction. That if you just had competent quarterback play instead of three journeyman backups and a you know the fifth round rookie, that this team was closer. And I'm kind of with you. I think this is closer to like a a step back in 2024 than it is a run it all back and win the Super Bowl. And they could come back and like and and surprise and have success in the regular season. But I guess my point is I don't feel I don't feel like this team. There, there's too many uncertainties to see a team that's built for a playoff run. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we got one from Skoldock here. Some constructive criticism that we'll we'll get to in a second. Love it. But let's shout out a couple of friends. Let's talk about AG one here. Right? Let's talk about our health. In fact, uh, my so my new AG1 routine as of probably three weeks ago is I do kind of a middle-of-the-day boost. I was a morning guy for a long time, and I kind of like the 75 high-quality ingredients right after, like, noon, 1230 to boost me into the rest of my day. So AG1 is like nutritional insurance to give you that foundational uh, supplement, that peace of mind, too, as well, that your body is getting 
what it needs, gut optimization, stress management, immune support. Uh, it's been seven or so years since I discovered AG1, and it's been super helpful for me. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash purpledaily. That's drinkag1.com slash purpledaily. Uh, hey, also thinking ahead for summertime as it's like negative five degrees every day this week in the Twin Cities. Ballard's Resorts on Lake of the Woods is a fantastic fishing getaway for you this summer. And uh, Lake of the Woods is the walleye capital of the world. You can go catch yourself a 10-pound walleye with a U.S. Coast Guard licensed guide and have the vacation of your life breathing in that Canadian border air, top-notch accommodations with modern cabins uh, that surround the main lodge. So check them out at ballardsresort.com. Dates book up very fast. So ballardsresort.com, ballardsresort.com. Uh, also, let's do one more shout-out here before we keep diving forward uh, to our friends over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated's been around for 100-plus years helping business owners maximize their level of success through risk management. It truly is like having a great offensive line protecting you, the business owner, the quarterback. So Federated, um, if, you're, if, if, you're, if you're interested in more information, if you're interested in finding out what industries they specialize in, go to federatedinsurance.com. And also, if you're a next-generation business owner too, maybe you're taking over a company from your family, they can help you. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right. Skoldoc says, Skoldoc here. You guys know I love the show, but I would be (laughs) skull doc. He's our foot doctor, by the way. Yep. Not like our personal one. Maybe at some point. I don't know. He helped us. I consult with him. Declan has bunions. Yeah, I have issues. I have issues all over the place. But yes, let's start with the feet and work our way up. Probably a good idea. Young. Uh, You guys know I love the show, but I would be remiss not to take this opportunity to constructively criticize the hour of my life that you all wasted by discussing the prospects of trading future Hall of Fame wide receiver Justin Jefferson. The purpose of this show and the reason we continue to torture ourselves every football Sunday is to watch the Minnesota Vikings fight to win the Super Bowl before we die. Justin Jefferson is pretty damn important to achieve that goal. You need star players to win the Super Bowl. You do not trade Hall of Fame caliber players for lottery tickets that can become Laquan Treadwell. I will never get back that hour of my life, but cheers to the weekend and you look forward to many more hours of discussion on the number one Vikings podcast in the world. Did we waste people's time by discussing a Justin? First Jefferson of all, trade? first of all, Skull Doc, I bow down. You you have helped us before with guys who have Achilles problems and foot problems. You are you are the doctor of the the feet, podiatrist, right? Is that the correct term for it? Um, but that being said, dude, we are your sports therapists. We are bringing uncomfortable conversations with you on the couch, acknowledging the fact that, yes, we all agree, I think, at the end of the day, nobody wants to trade him. But with the return that you could potentially get, that's how you win championships. That's there, how you win there's championships, a line, right? potentially. There's a line yes. of, like, hey, if it's a lofty line, but if, if somebody hits it, then you'd have to sit and have a well, conversation internally. And also, Skoldock, think about the circumstances, right? Justin Jefferson is 
up for a massive contract e- extension. It would be pretty disingenuous of us to completely dismiss that, but yet bag on Kirk, right? Because like, it's not a, it's not just a Kirk thing; it's a contract thing in a salary cap league. So, Skoldock, I'm sorry that we made you uncomfortable. I'm sorry that we forced you to look in the mirror of of the Vikings for an hour and saw some things that you did not like. But I do not regret that episode one bit. And in fact, I actually questioned that episode going into it more than I did once it was done. <laughs> I, I would say, yeah. And well, by the way, I was off that episode. That was my awful day on Tuesday where I was in the toilet for the majority of it. So thankfully, I think I dodged uh, a, a lot of those, a lot of those criticisms. But we were going to have that conversation regardless. And the Vikings have had a history of trading players. And like, let's honestly think about this too. The Oilers traded Wayne Gretzky, the greatest hockey player of all time. In the middle of their dynasty, they said goodbye to the best hockey player that's ever existed. The Nationals a few years ago, right? They traded Juan Soto, one of the best hitters in the game, after two years from winning a World Series. Trades of your star players happen, and it's hard to accept. I get that. I would love for the Vikings to keep Justin Jefferson and build around, but the idea of potentially trading away a star player is, happens all the time in sports. Well, and the Vikings have, it's, it's kind of amazing, but in the last 20 years, the Vikings have traded much more often their top star wide receiver than they've hung out. Like, who are the best wide receivers in the last 25 years of Vikings history? It's, let's say, post-Chris Chris Carter left in, like, 2000. So we'll say post-Chris Carter. It's Randy Moss. It's Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, Percy Harvin, pretty much those four guys, and yeah. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, right? Yes, because it, it was basically Sidney Rice was great with Favre, but that was a one-year one one year thing. And then keep yeah. in mind, he he eventually walked as well. Nate Burleson Not, had Nate one good Burleson. year. Yeah. But so but so, so no, of those guys, right. of Diggs, Moss, Harvin, Thielen, uh-huh. three out of the four got traded in the last 20 years. And Jefferson's kind of next. And there's some examples out there, too. I mean, the, now the Chiefs had Patrick Mahomes. And so that what they what they said was we need we we can't keep paying all these guys and and Patrick Mahomes fifty million dollars a year, so we have to trade Tyree Kill, and they did and they got like five draft picks back. Patrick Mahomes was good enough to make up for the loss of Tyree Kill. He'll go elevate somebody else, and then they nailed the draft picks too. They they hit a bunch of guys that last year were rookie right. players who right. who helped them contribute to a Super Bowl. So. Yeah, it's. I think it's unlikely that it happens, but it's certainly. Right. You don't think they've had a ten-minute discussion in a conference room, twenty minutes about? Well, boy, this guy wants like thirty-five million a year. Do you think we could call like the Chiefs, get their I next the, three first-round picks? And I think the key thing too is, and in the case, well, in in the case of Diggs, I think they, as good as he was in Buffalo or has been, I think they, because of Jefferson, flat out won that trade. Yep. But I think what the discussion is this. And they accomplished this in the Diggs trade. They accomplished this for sure in the Harvin trade. They did not accomplish it in the Moss trade. But if the internal discussion has to be, we have to come out out of that trade feeling like we want it. Now, if you screw up the picks, that's on you. But, you know, if you look at the Percy trade or the Diggs trade, I think you also came away with like, you know what? We either got very, very fair value for a Pro Bowl player or we fat flat out fleeced the team yep and if you're making to your point about whether you hit on the picks or not 
that's a bigger discussion of like you if the right process is hey two first round picks and a second or whatever is more valuable than Justin Jefferson if the if the next step is but but we don't trust the general manager to make the right draft picks then you have a general manager problem like now you're now you're compounding you're yeah. you're not going to make the right process trade because you think the second part of the process is going to get screwed up well then you need a new general manager uh Aaron husband says I'd like to know your thoughts on not drafting a quarterback at all this year, even if we do let Cousins walk. In a recent Purple Daily episode, you guys mentioned that it may be the best thing the Vikings could do is eat vegetables at 11 by taking Jerzon Newton, the defensive tackle from Illinois, especially with only seven trustworthy defensive starters on the roster. I would add, if the top three quarterbacks are taken ahead of us, I'd rather eat veggies in the rest of the draft, too. Other than Williams, May, and Daniels, the ceiling of the other quarterbacks is overrated. And so he would he would rather, to summarize the rest of this email, draft non-quarterback positions to build your car and then sign a one- or two-year bridge quarterback that's cheaper than Kirk Cousins. And there are a ton of them available in free agency. It's been done before by this franchise. But then at... at you know, that, but at some point you still need a quarterback. That's that's the other well, problem. And this is a quarterback rich draft. Okay, so let's take the premise though that 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 the Vikings agree with that note and say, you know what, there's three guys here, and there's a good chance or there's a real chance we won't get any of those three QBs. If you are, and this is the problem potentially with the Wilfs, if you are willing to say, probably gonna take a step back here. But we are going to draft defense. We we are going to get. We are going to bulk up on positions of need, um, and the fan base is going to hate this draft. But they're going to love it when there's a Lombardi Trophy when Jim Nance is in that uncomfortable spaceship thing that they bring out on the, the field after a Super Bowl to celebrate. And Kevin O'Connell and Quazy and the Wilfs are up there holding up the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. Um. It it actually makes some sense. One, I don't think the. Wilfs would be on board. There is not a lot of things that we have seen that indicate that they would be. And the other thing is, I really think O'Connell is going to want to take a stab at a QB at some point, first or second round. But yeah. I don't, I don't hate this. Got to yeah. be honest, I don't hate it. it. You can't, you you can't get too desperate. In fact, this is a good segue into Matthew Bidlon's feedback comment here he says due to the sequence of the nfl calendar so free agency occurring about two months before the draft month and a half and the vikings draft slot of 11 quasi is almost forced into choosing one of these two paths by the second week in march path number one secure a veteran quarterback that you are comfortable starting in 2024 whether it's kirk or someone else and see how the board falls come draft day so you know at least you've got a guy that can play quarterback, be it Kirk or Tannehill or whoever it is. And then on draft day, you can draft a second-tier quarterback to sit for a year uh, or go with a defensive player, potentially. Mm -hmm. Or the second path would be trade up into the top three picks well before the draft, guaranteeing yourself Williams, May, or Daniels, and plan to start them from day one. Forego the starting veteran quarterback market altogether, Quasey really can't combine these approaches. Going into the draft without a viable starting quarterback on the roster would back the team into a horrible corner in the draft, and every GM would know that you like that's a that's a great point we've talked about too. That if you let's say you let Kirk walk and you don't bring in someone other than Nick Mullins, 
they know you're then like you're going to get fleeced on a trade if you're trying to move out the board because they know that you are desperate to draft your quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, it's you do have to pretty aggressively choose one path or the other here in the next two months. I mean, last year, the Bucks, right? They said goodbye to Tom Brady and they signed Baker Mayfield. They don't draft a quarterback. They didn't draft a QB last year. You know, Kyle mm-hmm. Trask had been in the system for a few years and then it was Trask versus Baker in training camp. Baker wins the job and now. Here's Baker a game away from going to the NFC title game with a with the Buccaneers team that played in you know the worst division in football, but that plan worked for them. They didn't draft a quarterback. They had they said their roster's still good enough. We're gonna take a chance on Baker Mayfield, see where it goes. I think the Vikings do take a shot at a QB, but there are plenty of examples even recently where this could still work out if you're the Vikings. I think if you're gonna get in the top three scenario two is bang on. I don't think you're going to wait to get in the, into the top three to like a day before the draft or on draft day. Despite what, what Costner did when, when he ran the Browns. <laughs> I don't think you're going to do Sonny that Weaver. now. Put some respect on his name. Sonny yeah. Weaver Jr. So I think that that may I think door B makes a lot of sense, but you would probably lay the groundwork for that trade at the combine. And, and if you get in the top three in 2024, you are going to start that guy. Like we could say, well, he probably shouldn't start for a year, blah. But if you take one of those top three quarterbacks, I mm-hmm. think they start immediately. After that, it's a little bit more of a question. But I think both of those points are probably dead on. What what What's the percent chance that we get to draft day and they and Kirk is a Falcon and the only two quarterbacks on the roster are like Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I think on, be, on draft day. On draft day, on the start. Of now, the are you day. saying there's been a trade made to get into the top three? Or are you and saying no trade, nothing's and been no, done? And they're still at eleven. If oh, that I'd happens, be, I would consider it to be highly questionable. I'd be shocked by that. Yeah. I think you would be. I think O'Connell, with his presence, would would get a veteran he trusts more. Yep. And I think the Mullins. You know, he, he's got that out in, in his contract, and I think it's a team option. Um, I'm going to be very surprised if when free agency starts, he's back. So I, I think so. that they would try to upgrade with, with what could be perceived as a bridge guy, but I don't think it's going to be a guy who really has an intention of starting necessarily. But, yeah, if they get to draft day with what you just said, boy, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to have a pretty darn feisty show that day. Okay, Tom Thor, nineteen ninety eight says, "Here's a nightmare scenario." Thanks, Tom. Watching Super Wild Card Weekend football was depressing as a Vikings fan. Teams have tanked and risen back into contention for the past couple of years, and it feels like the Vikings have not made any progress. They still have cap problems, not as bad, but still have cap issues for sure. Uh, can't run the ball. No defensive pro bowlers on any level. Hunter and Smith are likely gone. Maybe. The 2022 draft is not contributing. No future quarterback on the roster. Our pets' heads are falling off. And Cousins is in control with his $28 million in dead cap just saddled on the Vikings' accounting books. Half the fan base still thinks it's a good idea, despite all of those things, to bring Cousins back, knowing the Wilfs and KOC... Uh, Cousins will get his wish, two years guaranteed, $40 million a year, and a no-trade clause. He's saying that would be the nightmare scenario. Two more years of running it back with Cousins, likely getting us seven, eight, nine wins each of the next two years, just out of reach 
for that potential franchise quarterback. This cannot happen, right? I mean, it's what happens every year, pretty much. So, yeah, it, sorry, but it can happen, and it might happen. Yeah. So I've been giving this a ton of thought, you know, because I, like the rest of us all, Super Wildcard Weekend's fantastic. I really enjoy it. It's a fiesta of football. Some of it's bad, some good, but it's a fiesta of football. Um, and in this case, now it's three days because this league has, through snowstorms and other means, has figured out how to monopolize the weekend completely. But let me throw this at you off that point. Did Super Wild Card Weekend get you down in the dauber? Because I would argue that the Super Wild Card Weekend that should have gotten you down. It should get you excited. Was, well, no. Last season's. Last season's the one. You're, you've won 13 games. You won your division. You're getting all of the breaks. And I, football's filled with breaks, okay? Like, don't be like, well, they were unhealthy this year, so it's bad luck, but they had good luck last Yeah, that's sort of how this league goes. And look at rosters. This is not a Vikings exclusive thing, okay? So I actually think that if you were going to pick a super wild card weekend to be like, well, that sucked, it was when the Vikings lost to the Giants in a very winnable game against the team that, by the way, also the Giants did not exactly turn out to be the greatest team. They were awful this entire season themselves. And, you know, when push came to shove on, what, fourth and eight, you checked it down. That got me down. Last weekend, I actually enjoyed. I'm with you. I think it gave you hope. It gave you hope for bounce backs. Detroit's mm -hmm. good. What's going on here? Green Bay went into Dallas and kicked their ass. Houston. I think it was last week, last year that got me down. Agreed. Yeah, I, I think, though, there's a difference between disappointment and envy. Right, like last year was disappointment. This watching Super Bowl Wild Card Weekend and the playoff teams that are remaining right now, especially the NFC, it's envy. It's mm -hmm. envy of, hey, yeah, we that last year's loss to Daniel Jones, the checkdown stunk. But you look around the NFC and there's a fraction of Vikings fans saying, well, they they'd be right here. They beat the 49ers with Kirk. They beat the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay right before Kirk went down. Like, why can't the Vikings be in this yeah. same conversation? So I, I think it's I think it's more envy of Vikings fans that want to be in this conversation because they think they are deserving of being in there. Kirk getting hurt has become like the biggest rallying cry for the coulda, woulda, shoulda bins, right? Well, yes. And I'm so tired. I mean, I, and I don't blame Dex, but I'm so tired of this, the fan base. Well, if Kirk hadn't got hurt, if Kirk hadn't got hurt, ladies and gentlemen, last season, Kirk won 13 games. Okay. I don't care how it happened. He won 13 games. He was great. And at the moment of truth, he and O'Connell screwed the pooch against the Giants. So do you really think that they, with Kirk, do you really think that they win on Sunday? Do you really think that or Saturday? You sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? I would point this out, too, because I think a lot of the, you know, which way should the Vikings go, sort of, you know, fearing life after a really good quarterback. You're nervous. The Houston Texans are oftentimes brought up as uh, you don't want to wind up, you know, before this year, you don't want to wind up a garbage franchise like that, right? Well, hold on a second. Yeah. The Houston Texans between 2011 and 2019 made the playoffs twice as often as the Vikings did. They lost, of course, in the first or second round every single time. And they had Matt Schaub for a little bit. They bounced around to like Ryan Fitzpatrick for a minute, Brock Osweiler and Hoyer, and then they... But then they so then they landed to, they were they were like mediocre and then they landed Deshaun Watson and they were awesome for two years and crescendoing 
they had a three touchdown lead on the Chiefs in a playoff game at one point, and then Patrick Mahomes went crazy, right? And then, this, so this is another example of like Packers moved off Rodgers, better the next year. Lions moved off Stafford, took them one bad year, then they were getting to be really good year two, and then now they're one of the best teams in the NFL. And, and there's other examples. The Texans, for completely different reasons, had to move off Deshaun Watson. And he's not the same guy with the Browns as he was. But remember Deshaun Watson, yes. when he was with the Texans, he was awesome. Yes. Widely regarded as a top five or top six quarterback. Widely regarded as a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And because he got creepy on the massage app with 28 different women, they had to sit him. So things got weird. They said goodbye to Deshaun Watson. And they were they were terrible for two years. They were a four-win team and a three-win team. They found their guy in C.J. Stroud, and now they're back. And now, would anyone argue now that, that they won a playoff game? They won the division. Would anyone argue that they're now set for the next eight to ten years, it feels like? So that was the penalty for the for a train wreck situation. The penalty yep. was you're going to be really bad for a couple of years, yep. and then you're going to be fine. People think it's like ten year purgatory. It's not. Well, and go go back. So so before Deshaun got creepy, if you recall, because the Texans and this was their fault. The Texans were a dumpster fire. They were like just I don't know what happened, but their football operations department was a complete joke. And that's when Deshaun said trade me, and and then it came out that he had the masseuse issues but the point is like the vikings to their credit for the most part beyond some things here and there have always been a well-run franchise yeah so like we're not even i mean the texans were a dumpster fire from the top down which i would say to the vikings are a thousand percent not that so like you would think that if you can get this right it should be even quicker for the vikings yep yep uh a couple more here for sure but let's just open up the prize picks app real quick here boys Talking all this football. What you got, got going me, on? What's cooking for? Here. What's cooking for divisional round weekend? Well, let's see what uh, let's see what some of the more popular things are here on the Prize Picks app. Which, by the way, Prize Picks making it a blast to watch these divisional round games. You can win up to twenty five times your money this football season by selecting two or more players, picking more or less on their projected stats, and then placing your entry. So the most popular plays right now are Lamar Jackson. More or less than 228 and a half passing yards. He could be running the ball. It's going to be windy. I might even yeah. say less because it's going to be like say. 20 mile an hour winds and cold. So yeah. how about Judd, Jordan Love, 251 and a half, more or less on the passing yards against Sanford. I might fade that. I might go less on that one. 251 and a half. Yeah, I'd, I'd go less. Okay. I'd so, go less. The problem with, with him is this. He's gotten good, and I give him a ton of credit. But Dallas was such a dumpster fire that I don't know if I like, oh, the Packers are great now. So, yeah, I think I'd fade that one. Yeah, it might just be like a fun win, and now they're going to get smoked by San Francisco. We'll see. Yep. Uh, yep. With the Prize Picks app, here's what you do. You open it, or you go to prizepicks.com slash purpledaily. Just use the code purpledaily for a first deposit match up to $100. prizepicks.com slash purpledaily with the code purpledaily for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars football and coming up here in a couple weeks the 34th annual Brainerd JC's ice fishing extravaganza Saturday February 3rd on Gull Lakes hole in the day bay over two hundred fifty thousand dollars in prizes you can purchase tickets for just fifty dollars at any of the 49 fleet farm locations across Minnesota Iowa Wisconsin and North Dakota 
at uh, official extravaganza outlets as well. Full list on the website or just go to the website, icefishing.org, where you can buy tickets for $50. Again, the 34th annual Brainerd JC's Ice Fishing Extravaganza on Saturday, February 3rd, Gull Lakes Hole in the Day Bay, $250,000 in prizes. Go to icefishing.org. A couple more to wrap this live feedback Friday here. Robert Barweiler says, wouldn't Jimmy Garoppolo make more sense in Atlanta if Bill Belichick takes over? He knows Bill's system. Bill drafted him in the second round, and the Raiders don't really want him. I'm just not sure Kirk would be Bill's first choice. But the problem is, like, Jimmy G can't stay on the field. Right. Yeah. right. And then you could say, well, Kirk's coming off an Achilles. But then you could turn around and say, yeah, but that's the first time in his entire career he's been hurt. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with the points. I just, my gut is that Kirk would be the choice. Yeah, Jimmy's the last option because you don't have a date to the prom. Like, that that's that's kind of what that would feel like to me if I was Bill and the Falcons. I mean, he'd be the last ditch effort. He wouldn't be your plan A or plan B. You probably draft a quarterback too, mm-hmm. if you're them, or you'd, or you. I guess if if they like Ritter, if someone in the front office likes Ritter enough to be like the backup, but I, yeah, just what do you? You're not going to get 17 games out of Jimmy Garoppolo, so that's right. not a problem. Uh, Colin Leary says, if you didn't see Maurice Jones Drew contributed to an article on NFL.com suggesting the Vikings should sign Tony Pollard in the offseason mm. would be another interesting discussion on the show. I'm all in. I need to. I think I need to fix the trenches first and get me like a defensive lineman and a left guard before I. You got Ty Chandler, so you're in a you're in a decent spot with Tony Ty Chandler. Pollard's a nice player. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that. Like I guess again, what's the price there? Because I'm not I'm not going to break the bank for that position in particular. But there is no question that if you don't trust, and there's a chance that they don't trust Ty Chandler to take that job on full time. Yeah, they need to go out and get some help there. And then one more here from John Moldenhauer. Hey, fellas, not that long ago, Tommy Kramer paid us a visit here in La Crescent, Minnesota at the Time Out Tavern. Listening yeah. to the stories that he told were simply awesome, which made me think, what could equal that? I think a live podcast of Purple Daily from La Crescent at the Time Out Tavern could okay. be just as much fun as that. Take your show on the road. How cool would that be? I got friends in La Crescent. Yeah, we got family friends in La Crescent. Yeah, you too. got family friends in La Crosse, right? Which is right across La, the right across the bridge. La Crescent and La Crosse, actually. Okay. How far nice. is it? Like two hours. Yeah. Okay. Is that is that too long for you? No, I'll go. Let me pick you up. Oh yeah, I'm not driving. <laughs> wow, well, I'm not driving because I'm going to go have a few beers and enjoy myself with the fans. Well, we so, could yeah. stay. We could find a hotel in La Crescent. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine too. Then, then I'll drive. I, I'm all in. I, I love you know I love the fans. Why and does this sound so judge? insincere? Right no, no, like no, 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 no. I love no, no. There's no insincerity here. That's total sincerity. I love the fans. Our fans are the greatest. PD fans are fantastic, and I think it's uh, there's nothing like talking a little football. I That's, like it. that. Sounded there more sincere is. than the first part of it. Okay, <laughs> I'm in. Now, if you ask me to go um, across the street to spend my day what, watching football with a neighbor. Totally insincere if I say it. I like yeah. that. But like a bar, talking to fans, possibly doing a podcast, count me You in. don't like watching football with like friends and neighbors? Uh, the friends depends. Neighbors, no way. I so don't your like neighbors social- aren't your friends? No, I barely know them. I mean, I say hi. Hello. No. Have why? Why would like I be- 20 plus years? 
Yeah. How long some nice people I say hi to. There's a guy, there's a, there's a guy, and this is not a joke, two doors down who I like, who's helped me before with like when a tree limb fell and helped me cut it off. Have you ever helped him with anything? Um, I brought him some beer to thank him, but I know, (laughs) but I mean, I've got no skills. I mean, I've got like, what am I going to help him with from Judd? I mean, that is, that's the equivalent of I'll fix your limbs and Hey, here's a six pack of Surly. Like he said, Judd, he helped me. And I said, what can I get you? I said, you've, cause you know, it's great, but I don't think that that means that you like have to hang out. Like just because well, I, I it live sounds like you would prefer you. to just hang out with as few people as possible, unless it's a gathering of Purple Daily listeners or something. Yeah, well, no, if I go to a bar, it, that's fine. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't try to track down groups to purposely participate in. That's for sure. <laughs> like I don't think because we're Incredible. on this earth together that that we have to like always like like. If the people I don't next door try to track down groups of people to purposely hang out hang with. Out them. with if if these people didn't live next door, I would never have known them. You sound like a serial killer trying to be normal right now. I feel like I don't. No, I don't want to. I don't want to kill anybody. No, I don't want to kill anybody. No, no, Judd's no. I want to be left alone. Clear that. Just, just, yes, just doesn't want to kill yes. the crowd to be yes. killed. Don't is, knock. Is don't knock away. on my door. If I don't know you, don't call me. And and I'll say hi, but that's it. I, I don't want to talk. I don't need to talk. I don't, don't like approach I, Judd in the wilderness. Yeah. That's the message here. I th- I think because the monkey's off the back, I can finally now entertain watching a Twins playoff game on TV with other people because the monkey's finally off the back. Yeah, but, you're good for 20 years but, now. But now. Yeah, right. now I'm good for, for 20 years or a good like eight to nine losses before I start getting pissed again. Um, but I mean, I, I hit up a buddy who was a big Packers fan and I asked him, I was like, do you want to watch the game on Saturday night? And he goes, no, I, I prefer, I prefer to watch those in, in peace in my own, yeah. in my own basement. <laughs> well, like, all right, he's <laughs> right about that. I do not. So, so like I will watch games that are big games, but I don't care about concentrating on with friends or something I'm with like you that. There. Yeah. Or, but I mean, if it's yeah. a Vikings if game, if we're doing event line afterwards, oh, yeah, yeah sure. don't be, don't be, be bugging me. Yeah, that's I don't want to be bugged. And, and you know, like. That's the the good thing is like Dawn will will like she doesn't want to watch games necessarily so it's fantastic so she'll like leave the room or do her her own thing I do not want you know if it's a Wild or Wolves game or something for the most part I'm just gonna watch it by myself you're on your own yeah I should say speaking of gatherings of Purple Daily listeners I think we're at we're, we're definitely in the deep red zone when it comes to announcing the 2024 draft party location. So we, we will be, we're, we're definitely like, we're definitely inside the 20 yard line. I think we're closer yeah. to like tush push territory, oh. but we're not going to stall out. Right. Hopefully Vita Vey is not sitting in there ready to or Brandon Powell behind us. Like we, we, won't. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. One of those two. So well, Brandon hopefully Powell. sometime, I don't know if it'll be a next week announcement, but sometime here, hopefully before the super bowl, I would say definitely before the Super Bowl. Hopefully, like, first week in February, we can make an announcement. We'll, we'll, Beautiful. we'll keep you posted on the 2024 Purple Daily Draft Party. So, all right, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. That's a wrap on this Feedback Friday Live Edition here. Click that like button and the subscribe button on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl, dang it, before we die.